Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo, it's a million degrees outside. Mm-hmm. We're staying inside in the AC. Which is not going on right now. <laughs> it's not, no. This is, no. we're in a room with a fan because the AC would be too loud and there isn't one in this room. Mm. So it's a twofold problem <laughs> of why there's no AC. But the fan does a good enough job spreading the, the air around so it's not just yeah, it's sitting not and stagnant no which is good and so far i haven't been able to hear the fan on the show so that's good no yeah i haven't heard it the last couple of episodes either yeah because otherwise we'd have to introduce the fan as fourth chair <laughs> but that also means that there's a new chair that you guys could get relegated to the fan could move up to number one or two oh, number one. sit on the ceiling joe and spin around <laughs> yes no i don't trust you to do that don't, <laughs> don't do that Just i want to take out so many bookshelves i know all of the bookshelves uh joe how are your balls this week uh i, I lost i lost the ball oh no just, just the one yeah just well the yeah because i only hit the one yeah he only clipped the right one so yeah. i lost old grady oh yeah so now you and lance armstrong are one in the same yeah what was the name he like opened up a coffee restaurant called like one nut or something what ball? really yeah Lance Lance Armstrong just, uh, opened up his own coffee shop, and I think it's called like One Nut, but like One Nut in French, whatever that is. Great, yeah. Un nut. <laughs> Uno. Wait, no, that's that's, uh, that's Spanish. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I actually hit my uh, my left nut today. <laughs> Great. I was trying to put together you mean your your center. Nut, my only nut. Yeah, because you have one nut. now. Yeah. Center nut. Yeah. I was trying to put together a fucking. Uh, a series of bookshelves those like cubicle bookshelving kind of things and mm-hmm. then i was like opening up the box and it was the kind of thing where like you pull them out of the top like it's just a long box so i was like pulling it out of the top and then it like swung down after it came out and just clipped me right in the uh right in old lefty mm-hmm. you got to rename lefty though yeah now it's it's just in the center old the one. yeah so to like, malcolm in the it. middle <laughs> nice well i'm glad i'm glad that you know the other one's okay at least that's good mm-hmm yeah, if you guys missed last week's episode, Joe got punched in the balls, and it was great, and we all had a good laugh. Except for Joe. I don't know. He laughed. He also asked for it. He did. Yeah, but he, he laughed. He had a good time with it. And then we showed the video to uh, to Tyler and Carrie and Skip when they came over <laughs> immediately afterwards. And they all laughed, too. It was quite enjoyable to watch Joe get punched in the balls. Yeah, that's my legacy now. <laughs> Absolutely. C- great. <laughs> yeah. It's the thing you're forever going to be known for. Mm-hmm. Great. We'll do this podcast for 50 years, and everyone will be like, remember that time that Joe got punched in the balls and lost a ball because mm-hmm. of it? Great. It's a good quality content. Well, Joe, did it affect your game playing at all this week? Because what did you play this week? Uh, well, I mean, the main thing that I played this week, we all played this week, so I don't know exactly how to sparse that out. You can you, you can say, say what, what you're you playing, and we can all talk about it. Yeah. You know, like a podcast, like a conversation. Yeah, well, you know, it, people in a room it, talking it, to each other. It has to do with something that John bought this week as well, which I actually bought a ton of stuff. I haven't played a lot of it, but I bought a bunch of things on Prime Day. Mm-hmm. I bought. Let's see. I bought uh, Diablo. I don't care. Oh my Switch. god! <laughs> wow, I can't believe he's talking about this shit. Nobody gives a crap. No, but you did buy uh, you bought Diablo and a like a a cool loot crate. Uh, not loot crate. Um, a loot goblin. Yeah, so I bought Diablo 3 on the Switch. Okay. Um, I've played Diablo 3 
like seven twenty fucking times already. Yeah. This is the like fortieth time I probably bought that game. But it's funny because last week you had said to to us like, "Oh, I'd buy it if it was like cheaper. If it ever went on sale, like I'd buy it." And, and then, then it was thirty bucks. The so next I was day. like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking buy it." So I bought that. I also bought the uh, Loot Goblin Amiibo, which me and John went to GameStop to try and buy, and we like. I like looked at it like four times without realizing I was looking at it because it didn't come in a standard amiibo box. Wait, what? What did it look like? It just came in like a little brown box. Oh, with like have, amiibo have, like, logos back, tiny back on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just said like Diablo three, and then tiny little lettering said amiibo in like the bottom left hand corner. So you're just like, why would I buy that figurine? That's stupid. Well, yeah. and apparently it is a figurine as well, just a different color that does nothing. It's just yeah. a figure. I, I like I like looked it up. I was trying to see how much it was on Amazon, and when you look it up on Amazon, it had like the the amiibo, and then also just had like collectible Diablo figurine, which is the exact same figure, just painted a different color mm. and not an amiibo. So I was like, oh, so they just took like a random toy and just shoved an NFC it. chip in it. <laughs> yeah, stuck the NFC base on it and sure. sold it as an amiibo. Um, so I bought that. I bought uh, Final Fantasy X, X, two on the Switch because that was also on sale. I bought Final Fantasy twelve on the Switch. Uh, I bought uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas. You on finally the got Starlink because it was free. <laughs> oh, because it was like if you have Amazon Prime or uh, Twitch, Prime. Twitch Prime. Yeah, it was fifteen dollars, and then you got a fifteen dollar coupon if you bought it if you had Twitch Prime. So, so you I, paid for tax. <laughs> That's it. Pretty much, yeah. So I bought that. I bought um, Fallout seventy six, which oh, okay. is the exact same thing. Fifteen dollars. Oh, they let you take advantage of both of those. Like I, I thought it would have been like you can choose one. No, they I mean, didn't say anything about My that. guess is this is just they're trying to clear their warehouse out. They're like, we don't need these. Nobody's buying them. Let's just essentially give them away for free. Yeah, a bunch of workers went on strike, so they don't need that section of the warehouse to be used at all. So yeah. sure. Let's just sell those games. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, they said it takes seven days to get the coupons, so we'll see if I even get the coupons in the end. I mean, I'll complain if I don't, but we'll see how that happens. Um, and then I also bought a shit ton of... Uh, <laughs> cheap ass garbage <laughs> because i uh i was playing around on the switch and i pulled up the um the uh like deals section the like sales section yeah and i noticed that they had a whole bunch of games on there that were like uh Sense. yeah like nine nine cent game it was 99 yeah. off it was a nine cent game yeah and uh i had a whole bunch of extra coins laying around because i bought all of those uh, extra games on the switch so i was like all right, I'm just going to go through this thing and buy every, like, 9 to 19 cent game that was on sale uh, at the time. Uh, I haven't played any of them. You missed out on some good 39 cent games and a couple, like, 64 cent games. There were well. there were a couple other ones that I bought. Like, I bought a copy of the game Mutant Buds, which was $1.50 or $1.49. Hey, big, hey, big spender. Three games, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a Mutant Muds collection. Mm-hmm. And John, you said that those were really fun games. So I was yeah. like, all right, it's a dollar forty nine, and yeah, I'm not just... even actually using actual money to buy it. No. So I might as well do that. Uh, so I bought that uh, a bunch of those. So I'll give some of those a try and see how they are. I'm sure they're all. T- I'm really looking forward to playing Clock Simulator. Yeah, I and mean... Fly the game. Uh, no, that was also a clock based game. It was like yeah. Fly versus Watch or something like yeah. that. It was called. Where you're, a, where you're a fly in a watch face trying not to get hit by the, like, rotating oh, that, arms. That's cool. Uh, but, I mean, they all look like garbage phone games that were... And you wasted could... your coins on them. Yeah. It, it was $5 in the end. Yeah, of not real money. Of not so. real money. But you could have yeah. put that $5 towards a game that was $5 that you did want to play. And now you have a bunch of garbage that you'll never play. He's going to play them all. Like, I'm going to make him. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit him down, tie his arms to the chair, and uh, give him independent Joy-Con and make him play all of them. 
You'll do the... Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to punch him in the dick. Yeah, I was going to say, and then punch him in the nuts. <laughs> You'll do the clockwork orange eye thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the whole rig downstairs already. Scratch your rig. We're going to do it. We're going to make you play all of it. I'm disappointed, though, because we were scrolling through the list when you came over because you told us about it beforehand. Uh, and we were scrolling through the list. And there were a bunch of chicken-based games that I don't know how you didn't buy, considering your affinity for chicken and fowl-filled games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bird games. You bought uh, Timbermen versus, but somehow didn't buy Timbermen versus tennis, which I think is a mistake on your I part. I ran out of coins before I got there. <laughs> I wasn't no going to ex- spend actual money on this That's stuff. no excuse. And then there was uh, Francisco 2, Francisco Returns, the that weird music rhythm game. No, it was uh, Frank Eric or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, it doesn't. Some, it, 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 doesn't was, it, was like it was Frederick. It was Frederick. Fred it, was, it was Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it was spaced because it had the two in the center of it, so it was Fred, Eric, and then the two in the middle. No. Well, no, because then when we clicked on the actual name, it said Frederick, too, like Fred Returns or something like that. Should I just pronounce it Frederick? Let him, let Fred, him, let him pronounce it Fred the Eric. way he wants. Fred, Fred Eric. Eric. Um, but that was just like a weird music rhythm game that was also like an... 80s action montage which was i think you're gonna like that game so you can go back and buy that too i mean we didn't we didn't uh we didn't play fred eric one so (laughs) i don't i don't know i'm worried i'll worry i'll be lost in the plot well i mean if if fred eric two is only like 17 cents then fred eric one can't be much more than that i didn't see it on the list well, that's maybe it didn't come out on switch maybe it was like a vita game there was that one crazy other rhythm game that we saw the one that was like all the classic video game stuff. Oh yeah, that one was awesome too. That one actually looked legitimately good. I and that one was what it's like called now. Eight bucks or something. Yeah, because it's it wasn't... called Old School Rhythm. Oh yeah, Old School Musical. Old School Musical. Yeah, right. yeah. High School, High School Musical too. Old School Musical. Yeah, that that game even older. Legitimately awesome. It looked like a guitar romance <laughs> kind of where you know it's a music rhythm game where all of the buttons are just flying into the center. Yeah. From top down, left and right, and you got to smash the appropriate buttons. But that game did look awesome. But like the background was like all uh, classic video game stuff, mm-hmm. like RPG, Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda stuff going on in the background, and chickens, and chickens, more chickens, so yeah. many fucking chickens. But that one was like eight bucks, right? Like that was a little more expensive. I think it was five. Oh, that's not bad then. Yeah. So there you go. That's your that's your assignment. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, but uh, actually, uh, we meet John. We did play a lot more of uh, Lethal League Blaze, which was a game that I yeah. talked about last week. Wow, so you did play things this week? <laughs> yes. Uh, so we played a, a, a lot of that. Well, I mean, it was something I talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but John, you, uh, you you got to play it this time, and it's a lot more fun when you have a, another awesome. person to play with. Yeah, the game's awesome. It was really fucking fun. Was there like traditional multiplayer to it, or was it you guys passing the controller? Both. Yeah, the, okay. it's it's uh, you can play four player like. Uh, teams like two teams of two you can do a free-for-all four players you can do just two versus two and there's also like a campaign mode which is just play against random ai characters mm-hmm. and we were passing it back and forth because you have to play through the campaign mode to get the coins to unlock more characters in the multiplayer so we're like all right we want to see what these characters were so we we're just playing through the campaign passing it back and forth and then occasionally going and just playing like against each other or, uh, in a team game or something like that but, uh, fuck, that game's a lot of fucking fun. Like, when I actually took time to sit down, like, I liked it before, but now, like, taking time to sit down and play it for a while, I had a fucking blast playing that game. I yeah, we were, like, screaming it. at each other, and, like, there were instances <laughs> where, like, the ball was going so fast, you couldn't, like, see how fast it was going, and we were just, like, it was all by, by instinct, and so we were just like, oh, just, oh, oh, Just oh. screaming at each other, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
No, so was, I, I highly recommend playing Lethal League Blaze. Uh, it, I mean, apparently it's a game that's been out for like five years on PC. Yeah, but recently on the Switch. Yeah, it was just released on Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox mm-hmm. like last week. Uh, but that, that's a hell of a... That was the one... Uh, it, don't remember what I was talking about last week. It's essentially Super Smash Brothers, but instead of actually fighting each other, there's a ball bouncing around the arena, and like if you hit the ball, it turns your color, and then it'll hit. If it hits the opponent, it damages them, but they can hit it back. So like you're basically doing this crazy big ping pong volleyball type thing where the ball's flying all over the place, and you're just trying to like wail on it. Um, but it's really fucking fun. Nice. Yeah. And then the other thing we played was uh, Marvel Marvelized Three. Yeah. Yeah, now you played that too, John, because you made yourself a purchase this week. <laughs> yeah, just one. Uh, I bought a Switch. Yeah, on yeah, Prime Day. Oh wow! Yeah, I do. You who bought a thought? Switch. I bought a Switch. That's so awesome! Yeah, congratulations, John. One of us. Yeah, one you're finally catching us. up, huh? Yeah, welcome to 2017. I did say I was going to. <laughs> welcome to the future of 2017. I'm finally in a place where I can spend money. That's right, my place. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think of your Switch? Are you happy with your purchase? Yes. And yeah. actually, so I, I bought um, like four games for it. So I bought I bought that Cytus game. Well, you bought the uh, the version. Well, I mean, it was this, the Prime Day sale, but it was on sale everywhere. It came with a $35 credit. Yeah, yeah, which you can get pretty much anywhere. It's not a Prime Day sale. You can pick it up at GameStop right now. Um, oh, with the $35 credit? Yeah, that's why I was saying like it, it wasn't on sale. The only other real sale was like Walmart had a thing where you could get like three, one of three other games, but they were no games that I cared about, and then a case, but the case was like a fire dog child's TV showcase. It was Paw Patrol. <laughs> you came with a Paw Patrol case? It there did. was two. There was two. You could. There was a regular one and then a Paw Patrol one, but like instantly the regular one sold yeah, out. Yeah, it was a camo case and then yeah. the Paw Patrol case. Um, yeah, it was like I think it was Mario Party. Um, Breath of the Wild and then the Wild um, Mario Tennis and yeah. like neither of those I really cared about so I was just like I'll get the $35 one uh, like the one with the $35 credit because I wanted to buy Cadence Hyrule so I bought Cadence Hyrule I bought um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance when it came out on Friday uh, I have that Cytus Alpha game and then uh, I've been playing a shitload of Tetris 99 and then I bought um, my friend Pedro as well and uh, and my friend Pedro's not that good, which is unfortunate because it looks awesome. It's pretty like, much just like a, a platforming run and gun Max Payne esque game is where like you can banana on the logo? yeah, okay. where like you can like slow down time and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like the controls are so convoluted that like you can tell this was just a game that was meant to be on the PC because it was a like a game that was on a Switch or on on Steam that got ported to the Switch mm-hmm. recently. Um, but, like, the slowdown time mechanic is clicking in on the left stick, which just is so weird and convoluted. And then, like, it doesn't seem you, intuitive at all. If you want to aim, like, you aim with the, the right stick, and it has, like, a little laser, so you know where you're shooting. But then, if you want to aim, like, a Kimbo, you have to hold down the L button and then aim in another direction and also shoot and click in the left stick at the same time and jump and dodge and roll. So you're, like, like I felt like I buttons. just had like yeah I just like was like claw handed because I couldn't figure out what I was doing and then you get ranked at the end and every time it's just like yeah you're garbage you suck and I was like I, I, I can't do it like it's hard well you could if you didn't suck yeah I think that's yeah. what the game is telling you but I'm almost done with Cadence grow grow more thumbs which is yeah. great um 
How are you liking it compared to uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer? Uh, uh, a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Oh, you're almost done with it? Yeah. I mean, it's not terribly long. I looked it up online and people were like, yeah, you can beat it in two hours. Oh. If you know where you're going, because it's, it's not a roguelike. The only thing that's roguelike is your your items. Hmm. Um, but, like, I have, like, 120 diamonds, because, like... Uh, you don't once, need to spend them. No, you don't need to spend them. And then also, like, once you get, like, decent weapons, like, you just kind of roll house... Um, the only thing that like is annoying is going back and I mean not annoying but like Legend of Zelda like is going back and doing the stuff once you get like the the power or the uh, lifting glove whatever it's called. Yeah, because um, there are certain things you can't get to until you have other yeah, weapons and like power the jump bracers. the the jump feather and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm almost done with that. I just put it aside once I got Marvel. Um, but I've been playing Tetris 99 the most out of anything. And how, how's that going for you? Uh, at first, really, really bad. I couldn't get a handle of the the d directional buttons on the the left thumbstick or not thumbstick but like joy-con. the left joy con yeah um but actually i'm getting used to it now um and i got to number nine is my highest okay not too bad uh and i think i'm like level eight so i don't know how much you level up i think it's all based on how many people you knock out yeah it's there's really nothing to it yeah um but i've been playing that just like put something on the tv and then been playing that and then i played a little bit of marvel ultimate alliance which we've all played that's right um that's what i played the most this week yeah i uh picked up on friday played it friday night or friday afternoon for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then uh again like this morning i played more of it i've only really gotten to the second area the first area i mean is it's not a spoiler to say it's the raft um where i feel like a lot of marvel games start at the raft i feel like it's a really really default yeah. like the breakout but, breakout at the raft is like the most yeah like cliched marvel thing that happened it's I mean, not just marvel spider-man yeah also that's like arkham asylum every batman game is dealing with people breaking out of arkham asylum mm-hmm. but that's different because that's one character and that's one iconic location in a singular universe it would be like if every dc game started with a breakout at arkham <laughs> like aquaman started with a breakout at arkham. yeah because it just seems like in a spider-man game it happens in an avengers game it happens it happens i'm pretty sure in every lego game it happens like I mean, none of the other heroes really. I'm pretty sure in the Captain America World War II game, he probably broke out of the raft. <laughs> um, that game was great. That game was great. Yeah, uh, I love that game so much. But yeah, so that was a little wonky to like start with. That it felt very familiar. It's kind of like the gripe that we have against like World War II games. Well, technically, like, it didn't start with that. No, it started with you're right. It started with the Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is not even any better. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the beginning of it very much. I no. didn't like any of those characters. I'm never going to use any of them nope, in the game nope. again. It's, it's, um, I was talking about this with John. It's very weird because, like, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but I don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy characters, in a way. I mean, I like the characters. I never played the Telltale game because, like, they're not a big enough draw for me. Like, I don't not like them, but they're not a draw for me to be like, I want to do Guardians, like, I want to immerse myself in the Guardians of the Galaxy because I don't, I don't ever say that. The thing is, like in the if if you're a fan of the comics, I I really like the like Marvel uh, cosmic stuff from like the early two thousands, yeah, which was all really fucking good comics and it Annihilus had a, wave stuff, yeah, and, and it had a lot of stuff to do with the Guardians of the Galaxies. Yeah. This was pre the movies, yeah, and then once the movies came along, everything the, the comic now. characters just became the movie. It's Chris characters. Pine yeah. and Batista, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, not Chris Pine. He's yeah, Chris Pine, Spider Man. There's so many Chris's in the MCU. No, what? Chris Pine is Spider-Man? Absolutely. He's the one and only Spider-Man. What? Yeah. He's Spider-Man from uh, Into the Spider-Verse. The first one. He's oh, the blonde-haired shit. Ben yeah. Riley 
Spider-Man. Yeah, that's right. Don't question me, boy. <laughs> to get replaced by Jake Johnson? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Jack Johnson? No, he's a, he's a singer. Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. yeah. That's a different Spider-Man thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many Chris's in the MCU. There's Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, and... Because I was going to say, Chris Pine, Chris Pine was uh, Captain Wonder Kirk. Woman. No, he wasn't Wonder Woman. He was in Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's Gal Gadot. He's yeah. the guy from Wonder Woman. Correct. I forget what his name is. Steve Trevor. Yeah. Yes. Even though he's supposed to exist in the modern time. No, we're not talking about Wonder Woman. Uh, you're getting, but, uh, you're getting so off track. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and But that was a weird thing. So, like, I like the old Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. I don't like how the Guardians of the Galaxy just became the movie characters. But also, this game is, like half the movie characters and not half the movie characters well it's weird because like i was looking up like the voice cast for a lot of it and like the voice cast for the guardians is the same ones from the telltale game who are doing impressions of the ones from the movies yeah which is also i think some of them also are in the like guardians cartoon that's on disney like you know i didn't know there was a guardians cartoon yeah there's like a whole the it's like there's an Avengers cartoon and a Guardians cartoon. There was a Hulk one, and they were all like in the same cartoon universe. Mm. So, so yeah, they are all like pretty much. But yeah, facsimiles. like it's it's very clearly the guy doing Rocket Raccoon is trying to do Rocket Raccoon from the movie. Yeah, the group in the game look exactly like group from the movie. Yeah, Gamora, however, looks absolutely nothing like Gamora from the movie. No, she looks very cosmic and comic booky, which I which is cool. Yeah, and then like Star Lord is like half comic book, half movie, like. Yeah. Star-Lord looks like, or Peter Quill looks like uh, a comic book version, but then he has the movie mask, mm-hmm. and then Drax is like... He's just got more tattoos, so it, that makes him more comic booky. Yeah. But, he has in, well, but his like, face still looks like Batista's face. But he also is not really playing the Batista character. Like He's no. more just angry guy as opposed to stupid angry guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's not as aloof as the Batista Yeah, one. and then uh, Nebula is clearly supposed to be... Um, Karen Gillian. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, throwing me off because I'm, like, why are half the people something and then half the people are something different? Mm -hmm. It's weird. I mean, I'm assuming it has to do with, like, likeness rights kind of thing. Like, maybe um, the actress that plays Gamora, maybe she was just, like, yeah, I don't want my likeness being used in, like, other stuff. So she didn't sign that part of the contract. Oh, but, like, none of them look enough like the actors where that even comes into question. Like, those aren't... None I of mean, those. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess Rocket Raccoon does not actually look like um, no uh, even, Bradley I mean, Cooper. Even the Star Lord character, like the Peter Quill in the game, while having similarities to the Chris Pratt version, doesn't the character model doesn't look like Chris Pratt. They don't have to worry about likeness rights for any of the characters in this. But I mean, I guess technically Nebula looks like just a blue version of Karen Gillan. Yeah, but it's like I'm sure that there is no place in the world where they'd be like, "Hey, that's me," and they'd be like, "No, it's not." Like, right, it's not. <laughs> oh, are you? A blue cyborg? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yes. So, because once she puts on the makeup in the movie, it's no longer her likeness or whatever. Mm. But, so, yeah, I don't think they'd have to worry about that necessarily. But I just didn't like that opening bit. I didn't think that the characters were a good mix in terms of, like, what abilities they had yeah. to take down what was going on. Or a I, good draw. What? Or, like, a good draw for, like, at the start of something. Like... I started out and I was like, oh, I'm going to be the Guardians people. Like, just get me get me past this. Yeah, it made sense for the story, else. but I didn't want to play as no. those characters, per se. Like, I ended up just playing as Star-Lord and holding back the entire time using, like, the powerful attack to to kill, like, the knock down, like, the guard damage of whatever yeah. we were fighting. And I was like, okay, this is cool, but, like, I really want to get to better characters Yeah, now. like, um, 
I know that the Guardians movies are popular, but I still feel like you you need to start off with like actual big names. Like I would have rather have started off with a Spider Man or with a Captain America. Yeah. Than these ones because it was just it just felt like a slog. I the whole time I was playing the opening part, I was just like, "Can we just fucking get this over with?" Yeah. Like I want to get to playing the actual Marvel characters that I care about. Yeah, it's probably but, the only way they would get you to play those characters, though. Not necessarily. I mean, there are definitely people that like the Guardians of the Galaxy and are probably super pumped that finally a game where they get to start out with their favorite characters because those people normally have to wait for halfway through the game to play as a, a Guardian of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's good. And it, like I said, it makes sense for the story. But Yeah, and I mean, I, I know that there's like a, a million people out there, probably more that... Uh, know jack shit about the comics yeah. and only know the movies so like yeah their their main exposure is they've never cared about any of these other characters until they watched yeah. guardians of the galaxy yeah. so it's fair yeah but yeah no like i've played through like the next big chunk of the like the next level and i'm quite enjoying it a lot i'm having a lot of fun with it i've just been playing you know in handheld you know single player so far i haven't tried co-op or anything like that we'll have to get a group at some point and uh, test that out, but yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I don't know what I like or like what to think about it right now. Like the camera really kills it for me. The camera can be pretty brutal yeah. at times. And I keep like I've swapped back from classic to like hero, and then now gone back to classic. But it's just like it's impossible to like lock on to anybody. And I feel like a lot of the the things that I want to do are directional. So like I like doing the, all the spider stuff. Yeah, and like. He's just shooting web shooters into whatever direction he's facing, but usually there's nobody in front of him unless he's in the fray of things. Yeah, and you that have defeats to, like the fact that he's a distanced character. You have to look at the person that you want to shoot wherever they are, and then when you press the button, don't press a directional, and it'll shoot at the thing you were last looking at. That's like that's what I found with the spider character specifically. Is that like if you're facing the person when you press the attack button, then just like let go of the directional after that and just keep hitting the attack button. And that's when like, that's how you're able to shoot people. But it's just hard to do that and manage the camera at the same time. Oh, I don't even touch the camera. Like I don't even, I just let it do its thing. And yeah, sometimes it's wonky. But... I mean, I've run into a lot of problems with the, the camera, like going behind a wall. Yeah. I've yeah had that and happen. you're just like little silhouettes there and you're like, I don't even no, know I don't what even I'm s- doing. I've, there was one I was playing earlier where it was like, there was a corner next to a staircase and I was in that corner and I could not see my character. So I was just pressing attack buttons and I could just see like the the damage number coming in front of my visible thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm doing damage. But <laughs> yeah, like, somebody. I don't see what's happening. That could be my damage. Honestly, I don't know. But so, yeah, the camera definitely is a hindrance for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that once I get out of like it's gotten a little bit better when you get out of the raft, because obviously the raft is it's small tight and tight corners, corners and um once I got out of that, it seems like it's a little bit better because the next area is in the city, so it's more open. Yeah. But it's still not, like, great. What I do like, though, with regards to the camera, there are some elements that you get to for, like, puzzles or different parts of the world where the camera changes to a fixed perspective. Like, I'm not sure if yeah, you... Yeah, like can... the top-down thing? Yeah, so, like, there's a there's one puzzle early on where you have to open doors in a certain manner to get out. Yeah. But it's, like, a fixed top-down look, and so you're walking through. I kind of like those elements. I just wish you could play, like, the whole game like that. Yeah, like the or other Yeah, I want, games. like, the three quarters. Because I remember them saying, like, there's a our new dynamic camera or whatever. And then there's the, you know... Like the classic mode. The classic. But classic mode isn't the classic mode. Yeah, well, it was funny because when John uh, got home on Friday, 
I was playing it. And he's like, oh, you're using the new camera? And I was like, no, this is this is classic. He's like, no, it isn't. I'm like, no, but it, it is, though. Yeah, then you're like, no, it is. They... And I was like, oh, it, yeah. it doesn't look like it. And you're like, yeah, I know. This yeah. is what they call classic. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, you're not using it. I'm like, but I but I am. Like, I've been, I've been playing it for like the last hour. I, I am. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no, you're not, though. I'm like, but just pick up the game, John. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you, you will 100% see that I am not lying to you. Uh, so yeah, it is, I wish it was better and it could like at any point they could update it to make it. So that way it's, you know, pulled farther back or does a better job at following your character than it does right now. Uh, but a lock on button would absolutely be beneficial. Yeah. Any game without a lock on button just is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it so far. I unlocked a bunch of new heroes that I like playing. So yeah, I got my spider team going right now. Oh, you, you got, you got to them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've been rolling with an all-spider team. And I only got to the point where I like unlocked the other characters, like yeah. got past the first Guardians of the Galaxy part, and now it was like, and now you can play as Captain America and Iron Man. So yeah. I was like, all right, switch every Guardian out. Yeah. <laughs> Put Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, and Hulk on a team, and we're good to go now. That's the very first thing I did. Although I did Wolverine instead of Hulk. My yeah. first team out of the gate was Iron Man, Captain America, Wolverine, and Spider-Man. Hmm. And I like the team. like combination thing though. It tells you like, mm-hmm. like big brains, like you know, plus two to whatever for those. I mean, yep. the other games did that, but it didn't have. I don't think cool names like that. It was just based on who, whatever teams they had in the comics. I think. Well, the the other one, the, the other ones, it was like it only depend on the four characters had to like perfectly match up to get a bonus. This one, it like uh, adds multiple levels of different things. So yeah. like, if you have two smart characters, you get a bonus. You get three, you get a bigger bonus. Four, you get the biggest bonus. But, like, certain characters have multiple different, bo- like, stat boosters. Yeah, so you can really maximize your team to get, like, two or three different characteristics. Yeah, because, like, I think, bumped. like, Iron Man was, like, uh, intelligence and, like, energy, like, boosts. Yeah, and, like, technology or something. Or, yeah, technology boosts yeah. and stuff. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it actually lets you have to think about the, the, your team layout this time. Yeah. As opposed to just being, like, if you just put all Fantastic Four characters, you get the Fantastic Four bonus. Right. Like, if you put all, like, radiation-based characters, you get the radiation bonus. Now it's like, oh, different things have different combinations, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I do like the fact that you don't have to have all four to get those bonuses. Mm-hmm. You can just have two, and you get something. Yeah. Because there'll be so many times where it's like, I just don't want to use that fourth character to get this stat bonus. Do I have to? Like, do I need to put the all four members of the Fantastic Four in my, like, in my team? Can I just have, like, three of them and get, like, a bonus? Because that's cool, because I don't really want all of them. Yeah, can I just have the thing in Human Torch? Yeah, like, I don't necessarily want Mr. Fantastic here. Invisible Woman doesn't really do much, but, like, those other two characters are awesome, and I'll take them any day. So, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah it, it, there was a funny moment where, like, Star-Lord's giving, like, a rah-rah speech, and he's like, we, you know, we need every person here that we have, and maybe, like, 20 more people. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. So there's going to be 20 more characters. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be exciting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. It's got its, you know, wonkiness, but so did the other games. So I'm not really like, would I have preferred them to be fixed? Absolutely. But I don't and know. there's still time. Yeah. This is different from the days of the GameCube versions of the games where like they can be patched now yeah. and change and add bonus things and add new camera angles, yeah. you know, to the game if they deem it worthy of the time well that's a good point joe because at comic-con this week they did announce more things that are coming to the game uh, they announced the first four characters of their dlc pack which is the marvel knights pack which we were wrong before when we were talking about the trailer and how they said like marvel knights and then showed like electra and ghost rider and i'm like oh those are the 
the Marvel Knights characters. No, they're not. Those are just characters that are in the game. I was the one saying that. But it just seemed like those characters are associated with Marvel Knights. And it said, like, Marvel Knights. And then showed four characters that are all closely associated. Well, and the same thing with the X-Men. They're like, original X-Men or 90s X-Men. And it was just the four 90s X-Men. Yeah, but no, we were were wrong. So, Joe, you were right. Good job. Hmm. I'll give you props from months ago when you said that thing. Hmm. But they were uh, Morbius, the living vampire, the Punisher... Uh, who else was in there? Blade, uh, Moon Knight, Blade, and Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super down for that pack. And that they pack also announced awesome. two free DLC characters. They absolutely did. Those are coming August the 30th or yep. 31st. One of those two days. 30th. 30th. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, what Cyclops and Colossus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm super excited about because I love Colossus. I love Cyclops, so I was like, oh, cool. But that just means you're going to have even more options for badass '90s X-Men teams, which is going to be great. Yeah, that's interesting because I want to see what. They didn't announce what the 90s X-Men DLC was then, right? No. Yeah. No, the only thing they announced at Comic-Con was the the two free characters and the first, like, DLC pack characters. Yeah. So it's nice. It's, like, taken them off the table, and now there's four more characters to look forward to of the X-Men stuff. Yeah. Because the only other X-Men was Wolverine in the game, right? No, I think that there's, like, a, a Jean's probably in it. Because I feel like in that, in that trailer, we saw, like, Jean, Beast, Magneto, like other x-men characters so it'll probably be things like jubilee and psylocke maybe nightcrawler that'd be sick mm. but yeah i'm definitely gonna get the dlc it's only what like 20 bucks or whatever yeah, 20 yeah. Bucks. so i'm very much down for that because i like all those uh all those packs uh speaking of comic-con what do you guys think of comic-con this weekend i actually didn't pay too much attention to it there wasn't a lot in terms of like oh my god i can't believe it so i was actually un- very underwhelmed this year yeah. I just looked at the things that I couldn't buy and was disappointed. Mm. <laughs> the $250 uh, Marvel Spider-Man mini, uh, Lego, Lego minifigure. Yeah. That's how much they're going for? It's going for Pretty 250 much. bucks on eBay. What a stupid, for one stupid fucking mini, And they're selling, too. I looked at the like sold ones and I just went like, God damn. People are the worst. Yeah, well, you know what? I feel bad for those people when they announce a set in like a month that has it. Mm. And the no, only thing they, that... They never do that. They never include those... Uh, no uh, Comic-Con figure, I don't think, has ever been, like, included in a set. No, but, like, they've done the thing before they did with, like, uh, what was it, the Lego Dimensions, where they had, like, there wasn't there, like, a Green Arrow figure that was exclusive at Comic-Con, and then it was just, like, a pre-order bonus? It was available at Comic-Con, but it wasn't, like, a Comic-Con exclusive, exclusive. thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you could buy them at stores as well, like, afterwards. But this was one of those things, too, where, like, that Spider-Man PS4 Lego minifigure wasn't even a thing that you could buy at Comic-Con, and it was exclusive. It was a thing that you could win. Yeah. Like, you, you just to, like, walked you had to in. Enter, or they gave you a raffle ticket to get it. But it was like, no, it was like a door prize. Like, you walked in, scanned the ticket, and they were just like, you didn't win. Or you did win. Congratulations. Oh, I didn't realize it was that. So they just yeah. handed it to, like, yeah, random you didn't, people as you walked in. You didn't have to be there. You didn't have to do anything. It was just like, if you went to the Lego booth, I think, you got, like, a door prize ticket, and they scan, and then you scan it, and it's like, you didn't win. Sorry. So they're just like, for random people, they're just like, essentially, here's a $250 PayPal credit. Well, if if you're yeah. someone who wants to sell it. Like, if you had gotten there, you wouldn't have wanted to sell it. You would have kept it. Oh, no, yeah, I definitely would have kept mine. And the other one was, uh, uh, they had a Stranger Things one and a uh, Zebra Batman one. Mm. Those were like the uh, Lego sets. Um, I, uh, I watched the uh, Watchmen trailer. Oh, I, I still haven't seen that. I'm actually, at first I was just like, oh, why the fuck are you doing this? But then I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, this actually looks pretty cool. Watchmen what? 
There's a new Watchmen TV series coming out. Yeah, Damon Lindelof is doing like a sequel Watchmen series. Like it's set a, in present day. It's a yeah. sequel to the movie set in present, like modern times. Yeah. I that was my initial reaction. I was just like, "Why the hell are you doing this?" But I watched the trailer and I was like, "Ah, oh, damn it! It actually looks pretty good." Yeah, I think like Jeremy Irons is playing like an older Ozymandias, and there's like a Rorschach gang of some kind, probably because they like follow the teachings of his diary after it got released if that happened in the movie i don't remember yeah they, they uh, he mails the diary to um some newspaper gotcha yeah i went to see that movie the day it came out and there was like a family of six in front of me that had like children and a baby and i was like they were probably thinking like oh it's a, a comic, comic book i was yeah. like this is this is not something you yeah, want to you bring a thousand percent in the wrong line yeah <laughs> This is like Spider-Man, right? Yeah. They all had capes and costumes. Like, there's the bone in, in this. this movie. And lots of murder. Yeah. Um, what about you, John? What was your favorite trailer out of Comic-Con? Um, oh. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite movie. I can't wait for it. I, even if you know nothing about the Broadway musical Cats, if you have not seen the trailer for Cats, go watch the trailer for Cats and just prepare to be weirded out. To like an insane degree. We were showing it live, like we had people over last night, uh, and we were showing it around all the digital fur technology that they were able to do yeah. for this. And I even saw one tweet that was like, guys, we need to own up, and we really owe the Sonic the Hedgehog movie team a big apology <laughs> because we said this was the dumbest, stupidest look that you yeah, could have for a CG get character. Worse. And then cats just went, mm, 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 we got I, something. I, that you. was like the first thing I said. I was like, so uh, this is where all the Sonic technology went. Yeah. I cannot fathom of all of the people <laughs> that work on that movie, the directors, the writers, producers, all of the, the fucking animators that nobody stopped and just kind of went like, guys, this is fucking some creepy ass shit that we're working on yeah. right now. I don't know why they stuck with human faces for so. Like, I, why wouldn't you, if you're gonna do CGI animals, like just have them move their mouths like animals would? Like, why did you leave their faces? I know that's how it looked on Broadway because you could see the actor's face, but everything else was cat. But it doesn't translate like, to live action. It at was all. at least like painted to look like more feline with the makeup and stuff. This just looks like people's faces yeah yeah i mean they and have... just like plastered on they're yeah. like not even like cemented to the head so there was times where like people's heads were moving but their faces were like floating in front of it which i mean it's the trailer so they could fix all that kind of stuff but the, the overall look of it is scary oh boy mm. my favorite trailer was top gun maverick i mean the trailer was pretty fucking good it was so epic i've never seen the original top gun that's a travesty that we will we will fix <laughs> Uh, it was really cool. It looked really cool. I also have no idea what the plot of the movie is. The trailer is basically just him, them saying like, "You're old, you, Mavic. You're washed up." Yeah, you're, it's been twenty years and you haven't done anything with your career. And then it's just shots of planes flying. And I'm like, "Is there a is there a plot?" I mean, he's old really and a plot up. of the. You haven't watched the first one, so <laughs> there wasn't really a plot of the first one either. It was just kind of like he had to prove that he was a badass, and I think he's got to prove. Trying he's still to get a, a girl, badass. and they play volleyball on the beach, and yeah, da, 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 da. yeah, it's it's gonna be great. The trailer was so epic. I was like, I was sitting there on the couch like on Friday, and I was like, oh, the, the trailer's all. Let me watch it, and I just started laughing with how into it I was. Like, I'm so excited. It's such a silly concept, but it's great. I think the best thing about it was like Tom Cruise was like, I want to make a Top Gun two, but you have to let me fly a plane, and everyone was like, no. 
And he's like, like fine, they... I will fund this movie and I will fly a plane. And yeah. they're like, all right. Do they not know who Tom Cruise is? I know. Well, I think they're just <laughs> he's like... He's the man that hung on the outside of a plane for the shits and giggles of it. Yeah, yeah because he difference... produced it as well. There's a difference between flying on the outside of a plane while a trained professional pilot is flying it versus you amateur pilot with your pilot's license flying an f-14 upside like down next to mountains yeah like yeah taking off from an aircraft carrier well that's all I, after i said that like i was like yeah that's really him uh taking off from aircraft carrier is entirely not uh pilot's job like they even tell you to like cross your arms over your chest that's all done by them and then like once you're in the air you actually have control Really? You don't mm-hmm. have to pull the stick back to lift no. off? No, it's all automatic because if not, people, like, they had enough people that would, like, not lift up and just tank right into the front of the boat. And then that's also endangering everyone else on the boat. It's true. So taking off is, like, 99.9% manu- uh, like automatic for the people that are on the deck, not the people who are in it. Except for Tom Cruise. He doesn't do anything automatic. No, he's doing it all himself. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Man is a legend. Yep. Weird, weird legend. <laughs> odd, he's odd a, legend. The power of his thetans. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Whatever it is, it's working. Uh, yeah, I know. It's it's kind of hard to argue with results. <laughs> well, you pay money to your aliens, and that's what happens. Yeah, you get to fly planes and look badass. Because, you know, his, and, his and kind's look, going extinct, but not today. And look great at the age of fucking, was he, like 65 now or something no, like that? I think he's no. in his early 50s, yeah, probably. he's not that old. Hmm. But still, that was, I think that was my favorite trailer. Are they going to do, oh, yeah, that's what they were, like, are they going to do the, like, we're going to replace you with automatic drone planes Probably, yeah, it's probably. Like like the movie Stealth? Yeah, it's probably like a a drone does something and he's got to go in and fix up the drone's mistake and. Or he just has to prove that he's better than the drone. Yeah, Miles Teller's in it. He's probably Goose's kid. I'm not sure, but that's probably what happened. Tiny Goose? Yeah, baby Goose. Uh, all right, well, that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round. And John, your your nightmare scenario took place last week where you had been worried for months on end that you did not want to buy a Switch until you knew that there was not going to be another Switch announced that you would want. So we, we, we waited uh, for the Switch Mini to see if that was something that you wanted. Uh, it came and went. You talked about it last week. Not a thing that you were interested no. in. So you said, all right, that's it. That There's no way they're announcing anything new about the Switch well, they, at any we, point. Well, we were expecting them to announce the Switch Mini and then the Switch Pro, Pro like, at the same time. Yeah. And there was no announcement for the Switch Pro yeah. either. So you're like, all right, I'm, I'm safe now. I don't want the light. I don't care. No. Nope. I'm going to Prime but, Days here. I'm going to get $35 in credit. I'll be able to get some games. Perfect. Done. The day it was set to arrive, Nintendo announced our first item of the Lightning Round, not Lightning Round, that a new Switch model was coming. Well, technically not a new model, just an updated an in, in, version of their... Yeah, an improved current model. Yeah. So it's not... It, this is not a Switch Pro. This is improved battery life and improved GPU, I believe. Well, we talked last week about how they, they did... We already knew about the um, new GPU and the bigger internal memory. Yeah, but we didn't know that it was going to affect the battery life, which is probably the most important thing, I guess, out of this. Yeah. That, like, essentially doubles the battery life. Well, it goes from being three and a half or, like, three to seven hours to being, like, four and a half to to nine nine hours. Yeah. The the old one was um, 2.5 to Mm 6.5. The new one is 4.5 to nine hours. I mean, as I saw it, like, I got into work and I, like, checked my normal news on my first break. I was like, son of a... And then, like, Joe sends it to everyone in the group chat and I'm just like... 
Yeah. Oh well, but I the more said, I think about don't it, tell him. <laughs> the more I think about it, like I'm never taking this on the go. Like if anything, I'm gonna be in someone else's house who also has a switch charger. So like I don't yeah. really care. Yeah, the the uh, switch commercials are not us. We're not gonna be taking our switch to the basketball court to, oh. to play with our friends. I take my switch to the ball court. We're not gonna take it to the the rooftop uh, New York City parties. I do that. <laughs> I'm a much more on-the-go man. No, I brought my Switch to Joe's house and downstairs. <laughs> That's it. So, I don't really... Those don't are really, so far from, from really docks, care. too. Especially when you're downstairs. You're like three feet from yeah. another dock. I've got to get up and outlet. take two steps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has to move the couch if he wants to plug it in. Mm. I had to. I know. Yeah. It was crazy. So, yeah. I mean, ultimately not that bad because... No. But it is cool that it's affecting battery life. Uh, this isn't going to be a thing that you're going to be able to easily identify per se. You're not going to be able to go in and say, give me the new switch with the better battery life because it is the same switch. Uh, you just have to look at serial numbers and like barcodes that end in like 2X instead of 1X. I think it was like M001 is yeah. what the, the that model is. Yeah. So I remember us doing something similar, but I can't remember for what it was like at GameStop where people are coming in going like, oh, do you have serial model this 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 of certain things I'm i sure think it was, it like, was the, oh, um, it was the like 360s because the ones that didn't red ring yeah yeah so people were like coming in like saying i want to buy a used 360 but i want to make sure it's serial model this as yeah. opposed to the older serial models uh, same thing with the network adapters oh yeah because it was like dual band and like four yeah. band or something like that yeah mm-hmm. but that's fine i mean that's fine and i don't like I don't think it's gonna help sell consoles. It's just a, like we're solely improving on things. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I can't picture there's gonna be a ton of people out there that are gonna go trade in their old models to buy the God, new no. one to get the extra two hour battery life. No, no. and because the rumor still is is that next year is when the Switch Pro or the Switch Heavy is gonna get announced. So. <laughs> Heavy. Oh yeah, to it's combat not light. the light. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's and just, it's just gonna be H E V V Y. Yeah, it uh, weighs like a, as much as like a pound of bricks. Great. So a pound. A pound. <laughs> as a, it's, it's the same weight as a pound of feathers. Yeah, exactly. Nailed it. And then along with the uh, remodel of the Switch, uh, they also announced new Joy-Con colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be two new Joy-Con uh, color packs. Uh, one of them is going to be um, blue and yellow, and the other one is purple and orange. I think yeah. the blue is actually lime green. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we shouldn't have let Joe read the news item about colors no, I, it says blue blue neon yellow and neon purple neon orange oh, all right yeah. well he can read words but he can't see colors that's yeah. joe mm-hmm. i'm just looking at the tweet from nintendo of america <laughs> gotcha nice yeah now that they've like another set of joy con colors have come out i've seen a renewed uh push to release joy cons individually so that way you can mix and match your own colors yeah like i know that that's more cumbersome because then you have to put out the exact same amount of single lefts and single rights, potentially. But, it, I mean, give people the option to... They to should just do it like Microsoft did, where, like, if you want a specific color, you have to buy it from our store online. Yeah, even that, where it's that way you don't have to stock the shelves with right. it. It's a custom order thing, and maybe yeah. it costs more or something, but... Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, I really love half of these colors. Yeah, I'd like to have two oranges. Yeah, I want too. a neon green one, or like yellow is what they call it, but it looks there green. Was the neon green one was already out. The, was I like, like there was that like a color. neon green pink one that was out for a long time. Yeah, but like I just want that green color. Like yeah. I don't want the... Uh, also, uh, Japan had red ones. 
Oh, Japan has like a lot more colors. Yeah, like I want red ones. That's cool, but they got Joy Cons, like they got um, Kit Kats, <laughs> way more than us. Yeah, yes, <laughs> and wasabi flavored, mm-hmm. and Sakura flavored. But yeah, yeah, we were talking about how like we we really just want them to release uh, a left one with a D pad. Yeah, left ones with just D pads as opposed to buttons. Nope. Like we talked about why they they have that, but like we'll never do it. Some people just. I would I would have I would buy an extra one that was just a left one like that, and then swap them out if so need be. You're you're never gonna get that. I well, I mean they sell third party ones. They don't sell official yeah. ones. Well, and that's if, the thing. Like because Nintendo will always uh-huh. t- if anyone ever pressed, they'd be like, yeah, no, because then you can't use it sideways, and we don't want to sell you a thing that you can't use the hundred percent or whatever. Well, the third party ones, um, you can't use separately anyway. Oh, they really? have to be on the system. Yeah, no. so they don't oh, have yeah. the HD rumble, and then they have to be on the system. So, like that—that that solves the equation right there. It's strictly just a replacement, and they're cheap. They were like they're like twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, but they also come in disgusting garage designs. Like I just want a normal blank colored one. Nope. Like you can only get it in like nasty Pikachu, uh, Mario M's plastered all over it, and then like Legend of the Zelda Triforce. Yeah, because Nintendo will let you release it. You just have to make it look ugly as sin so no one yeah. actually wants yeah, it. Yeah, there's no plain color ones. Yeah. Nintendo's uh, got the patent on plain colors. It's great. Uh, lightning round. Uh, speaking of new Switches, John got a new Switch. Uh, Nintendo put out a new Switch. And a plane full of passengers boarded for San Diego also got new Switches. Joe, tell us about that. Uh, yeah, uh, Southwest Airline uh, teamed up with Nintendo. And on a flight between Dallas and San Diego... Uh, full of mostly people heading towards San Diego Comic-Con, I'm assuming, because yeah, presumably. why else would you be going to San Diego Comic-Con on the weekend of, uh, or San Diego on the weekend of Comic-Con? Business, family, yeah, I mean, like, leisure. There will be people Not everyone's going to comic conventions. No, but there I, will be I people I just imagine that, that people are trying to avoid San Diego on the weekend of Comic-Con. Sometimes you can't. I mean, sometimes you that's when you have to go to your funeral, or it's your mom's birthday, or... or business, or... Yeah, it's a business trip that's been planned for months, and, like, the business has nothing to do with Comic-Con, but that's just the only day they could get the Radisson or something, you know? Uh, but um, people, like waiting to get on the plane, noticed that there was a, a Nintendo employee wandering around uh, wearing a Mario Maker uh, helmet. Oh, cool. Uh, like, just kind of, like, wandering around the, the, the airport, or the, the like, the... Uh, terminal? Yeah, the terminal, the one, like, going onto that thing, and they're like, oh, that's weird. Why is there a Nintendo employee just wandering around, like, wearing this helmet? I mean, he could have been going to Comic-Con for as much as I assume, um, but, uh, when they got on the plane, uh, they got, uh, an announcement that they were, everybody on the plane was getting a free Nintendo Switch. Which, like, that's awesome, first of all. That's a really cool thing. I would love to be surprised with a Nintendo Switch. Even if I already owned a Nintendo Switch, I'd be like, this is so cool. I'm so amped that I just got this free thing. But I'd also be really pissed, because I'd want to take it out immediately on the flight, but know that I have no room to have, like, all the cardboard pieces from the box and the box Well, they, they and didn't actually get the Switch on the plane. Oh, okay. They were given a, like, cutout in the shape of a Switch with a voucher on the back that said, redeem uh, and... like, redeem this uh, probably on, like, a website, and then they mailed them a Switch. Oh, that's kind of lame. No, I thought they'd give them the Switch. They didn't get a copy of the game. Because they also got a copy of uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah, because I saw a picture where they were all holding up what looked like Switches. 
But that easily could have been the voucher. Yeah, that was just the voucher with the thing on it. Uh, Yeah, they were given a voucher that would allow them to redeem it for a Switch console and a copy of the game Mario Maker. Uh, So they didn't actually get the Switch for the flight, which would have made more sense because you would think you would just want them all playing it on the flight. Could you imagine like everyone at full volume playing Mario Maker on a flight? (laughs) Dear God. Just bling blings and wahoos Uh, all over the place. Because, like, no one, everyone just got the system for the first time, so they don't know how to turn things down. They're just like, okay, I'll play the game, sure. <laughs> and that's exactly why they didn't give it out. Because people would just, like, I, I, if I got one, I wouldn't open it the first thing, because, like, I'm meticulous. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to. Then I have to listen to. to everyone else, and, yeah. like, I just want to fly and, and go to bed. Like, leave See, me alone. The way I fly, I would have been asleep before they made the announcement. I can't do that. I would have, like, sat down in my seat, buckled in, and then just, like, took the nap. And then totally missed the announcement and woke up with, like, a voucher card on my train On your table. stomach? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait, where did I get a Switch from? How did, what happened? <laughs> I just imagine everybody yelling out their, like, friend codes. Like, <laughs> try, out, try out my level. The code is this. I just made it. <laughs> J7N-492. It's like, shut Repeat up. it again. <laughs> What's the first two? There's a card that's speaking. I want you to try a new Mario Maker level. There's a card. It's an LJ7 autopilot's taking over, so I can uh, totally make this level for you. So it's a doozy. I uh, just beat it on the last flight from uh, Wichita. Okay. <laughs> I'll drop the best seatbelt sign anymore. Uh, yeah. So I, like, I would have been pissed. I'd have been like, oh, I got a free switch. Yeah, oh, damn it. Yeah, voucher code. But even if they gave it to me, I'd have been like, I want to open this, but I don't have any room to put anything because I've already stowed my luggage in the overhead bin and slid my backpack under the seat in front of me to make room for my feet. <laughs> so everyone just sitting there with the big box sitting on in their, their lap, lap like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> you can't put your tray table down. Nope. Unbelievable. But that is still, that's really cool. What a fun surprise mm-hmm. for people going to Comic-Con or their business trips. I'm sure there's some dude who was like, oh crap, I gotta get my son a gift. Like his birthday's the day I come home. Like I gotta remember while I'm in San Diego, I gotta get my son a gift. And they're like, here's a switch. And you're like, oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Now I can just give it to here, son. Here, son, here's a free coupon for a Switch that you'll get within the next three to nine months. Because there's no way they're getting those things sent out fast. I mean, oh, actually, it says that they were given them after the plane landed. Oh, okay. Which is weird that they gave them a voucher. Well, so, no, yeah, after the plane landed in San Diego, upon exiting the plane, attendants were waiting for them to swap out the vouchers for the promised Switch device. Oh, cool. All right, so then they didn't have to wait for it. Still, like, just give it to them before <laughs> well because then then you have people opening it then you just have nintendo go, like box discards I mean, they didn't all have over to the be plane. like the actual box version it could have just been like a, a carrying case with a switch in it like already pre-set up that would have been cool with like the cart or the game already installed on it or like the cart already like in it yeah that would have been sick yeah it would have made more sense because the whole point of the switch is like it's the thing you take with you to travel places yeah. so you would think you would want to have them playing it on the plane Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if they're brand new, most of the time they're not fully charged. Unless they did your open, it's open, here's a, a case, here you go. Just do the Oprah thing, and they're like, everybody reach underneath your seats! And then everyone reaches under and pulls it out. That would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. Or I would have been like trying to put my luggage underneath and be like, wait a what minute. What the hell a, is this? There's a, guys, there's a box switch! Look at seats! Everybody! seats! Or you just assume that the person on the plane before you just accidentally left, left their switch Left behind. an unopened yeah. switch? <laughs> Oh, could you imagine? I mean, people like leave stuff all the time. Like I've known people who like. Dude, my aunt that... leaves her like laptop and her. She's left her laptop and her iPod on two different flights. I'm like, how do you forget that? That's a major piece of technology. Well, like I knew people that like whose parents worked for like the airline or whatever, and they would just go get like 
a free Game Boy because somebody left behind a Game Boy and on a flight and they didn't remember and nobody called and it's like okay here you go you got a free like Game Boy yeah. there you go because people leave shit behind and like imagine leaving this with your free Switch behind <laughs> like oh accidentally accidentally left it on the plane Joe achievement just like Joe. Uh, lightning round. Still in the Switch news, we got a release date for Luigi's Mansion 3, and it's coming the exact day that you thought it would. Halloweener. Because, mm-hmm. you know, ghosts. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's good marketing. Perfect timing. Yeah. So you'll be able to get your Gooigi on while wearing your Gooigi costume <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah. Do you not like the word Gooigi? <laughs> because it, now that I know that, I'm going to say it a lot more. Uh, Gooigi. What were we watching? Oh, we were watching the TMT... Uh, Batman movie. Oh, yeah, movie. Fucking she, awesome. She, she, she's like, please don't say the word goo. <laughs> uh, ooze. Ooze, that's I don't right. like the word ooze. Uh, but yeah, sidebar, if you have not seen Batman meets the Ninja Turtles, that movie's fucking awesome. I think it's Versus, technically. Versus, yeah. yeah. Either way, it's great. Fantastic animated movie. Just came out. Was it they, they fight each other for like the very ten, beginning ten minutes it. and then yeah. they team up to yeah. like like every superhero versus superhero thing well, but to be fair if you're batman and you saw a bunch of giant sized turtles quipping you'd be like uh they're definitely the bad guys because like <laughs> i fought killer giant crocodiles and my buddy the flash has fought giant sharks so like i got this penguin guy yeah, yeah i got yeah. this firefly guy i got this crocodile guy yeah <laughs> So, uh, a, a giant man bat. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure these turtles are the bad guys. He's only outdone by Spider-Man for mm-hmm. uh, animal-themed villains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The comedy in that movie is on point, though. It's so good. So, excellent, excellent uh, movie recommendation from us at the Broken Clock Podcast. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got patent news this week hinting at a sequel device for the PlayStation. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we talked about it before, how, like, there were rumors going around about a, a remodeled, uh, PlayStation VR, uh, coming. Yeah, there always is. Yeah, there's a, there's a remodel, or a, a rumor about a remodel of everything. Yeah. I'm waiting for the remodeled John, uh, to show up, because mm-hmm. this old one is just, it's not working out. My battery life is really short. Yeah. Mm. I'm glad they're, they're not remaking Joe. It just tanked so hard. <laughs> I know. The, my current Joe has one ball. <laughs> It's true, and they don't sell replacements. No, so, very good. Yeah, I could get a nudicle. <laughs> Doesn't work properly, but at least it's a, a substitute. There you go. Uh, so yeah, uh, there was a, another. Uh, we always get like patents and stuff, and usually like the patent stuff eventually ends up like working out or like being real kind of thing. Sometimes, uh, and this seems like more times than not. Whenever a patent like turns up, that thing ends up coming out. Um, but uh, for the PlayStation VR, they, uh, the new patent showed up for a remodeled version of it. Uh, this one being a wireless version of the PlayStation VR, um, which seems like that's where a lot of things are going. Like Oculus just had their wireless one, the Oculus Quest that I got. Um, um, Vive is working on a wireless Vive coming out. So it would just stand to assume that we would get a, be getting at some point a wireless PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one also will have a five-hour wireless battery life. Uh, it will feature eye-tracking technology, which is a thing that's uh, coming to the new Vive as well. Uh, it'll have a 256 by uh, 1140 uh, resolution, 120, uh, 120 hertz refresh rate. Uh, and a 220-degree field of view. Uh, the thing that makes me a little bit skeptical about this one, it also comes with a price tag of just $250. I don't understand where that number's come from because... You pat- don't put a price on a patent? You don't know. It's not like you put a patent in for how much it's going to cost. So I think that's just somebody... Is that a, is that a separate rumor that they're combining yeah, in with the story like about the Yeah, it sounds like conjecture to me. 
Uh, it doesn't actually say where the price point comes from in this article. Because the patent article I read had a picture of it, but it didn't say anything about price because that's not how patents work. No, they, I mean, that wouldn't be necessarily tied to the patent, but that would easily be a, you know, like a separate rumor that someone's heard. Like our sources say that it's, they're aiming for a $250 price point. Because what is it now? Like $300, but it comes with two games and the camera and the move controllers? Yeah, it's $300 for like the full kit. And then $200 if you just want to buy the headset by itself. Like if you already have a camera and you already have the um, move controllers. But yeah. the uh, the patent picture had uh, two different camera types on it. So like there was like one that was like mounted above the TV that was like this giant square. And then like the regular move camera that was on the ground. So I think you're going to have to get like a whole, whole new set of something. Like, I think it's going to have, like, uh, Wii sensor bar where it, like, shoots infrared lights and then the headset itself is going to track those. Because mm. how else would it be wireless? Like, it has to know where you are. Well, the, um, the I mean, the Oculus Quest doesn't require any external stuff. It just has, yeah, it like, just built has cameras. cameras inside that, like... But it's substantially more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, that's $400. So that's yeah. an extra, well, it was presumably $150 if you go by the random $250 price point that... Yeah. <laughs> that people are saying go with it. Uh, but it does say that it'll have like built in acceleration and gyro sensors. So like it will know how you're moving your head yeah. by the built in thing of this, the system itself. Um, but I mean, I, I will absolutely buy this if it does come out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, cause I like my PlayStation VR. I bought a bunch of games recently for it that I very much enjoy playing, but it is cumbersome to get out and like, my living room's not huge. It's not like it's big enough to play like hot shots and to play like what were we playing? Farpoint? Where, yeah. Or, no, Firewall. We were playing Firewall oh, Zero Hour. Or yeah, Firewall Zero Hour. Um, and like there was enough room in the living room to play that, but like I still had the, you know, the cable slunked over my shoulder just like moving around and kind of tugging. Yeah. So if I could get rid of that all day, if I could just pull that out from where it sits now, put it on my head and start deal all day deal i mean having the oculus quest i can tell you wireless is like a massive game changer uh for a vr thing uh because like yeah i i can't stand having like the cable constantly like rubbing around on my neck or like getting wrapped around stuff like tugging on things like, even 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 the weight of it like pulls down on the headset a little bit that like you can you're it makes you kind of aware of it being like tugged on it needs a belt clip like yeah. if I could, because it sits right there. Like I've a couple of times I've actually looped it through the like belt loop on my pants to kind of hold it in place a little bit better. And that worked out okay. But like, I don't want to have to DIY a solution to have it not be a pain in the ass. Oh, you know what? I bet that like, you know, you said there was different sensors and stuff for it. Yeah. I, I bet you that'll probably be for the PlayStation 5. Oh, like their new... Like a new camera PSI for PlayStation or whatever. 5 kind of thing. Yeah, like a new eye. Hmm. But, I don't know, we'll see. I mean, this could also just be just a patent that they filed and never actually come out. Yeah. I mean, a lot of patents also are just filed so that other people can't... Yeah, steal, like, their idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets announced along with PS5. Oh, yeah, for Or sure. if there's a bundle that you could buy both. Yeah. Or something. I'm still hoping for that. We're giving you a handheld that comes like a, a Vita that's just meant for streaming to the PS5. It's like, so you could buy a bundle with the VR, the handheld, and the, like, that's my PS5 dream is that I could spend a thousand dollars. Just like jack <laughs> yourself into it. And well, just like out. at any point I can, I can have my PS5 able, I can put it in my 
right in my eye holes. I can play it on a TV like normally, or I have this little pick up and go handheld thing that I could go you play like with upstairs. You just play stuff. Yeah. yeah. You're, uh, I mean, or you could just buy the PlayStation Switch v- or the Nintendo Switch VR Labo set. No, <laughs> I tried that. <laughs> and have all of that right now. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Lightning round. <laughs> Don't have to talk about that anymore. Uh, Lightning round. We got a sequel to a long-running franchise of beloved games that have been played the world over. Millions of millions of players um, have been playing Plants vs. Zombies for, what, 10 years, probably? It's gotta be more than that. Yeah, I feel like it has to be more. Well, like, when did the the first iPhone came out? Like, what, 07? I want to say, give or take. So maybe, like, 12 years people have been playing. Yeah, I think, I think uh, 2010, 10 years. It was uh, May of 2009 is when the first Plants vs. Zombies came out. Thank you. So there you go. Uh, they've just announced Plants vs. Zombies 3 um, is coming. Right now, there is a pre-alpha available on Android. I tried to sign up for it uh, just to, you know, give it a shot. It said it was all full, but all for all intents and purposes, it's more Plants vs. Zombies. It's it's Plants. It's Zombies. It's shooting stuff, and it's saving and defending the yard. Uh, like Honestly, I can't believe that we're only on Plants vs. Zombies 3. Well, because the the sequel came out in 2013, and they haven't made another one since. Uh, it's just it seems like one of those franchises where I feel like we should have like seven or eight of them at this point now. I mean, but they don't change. They don't need so that's it. Yeah. the problem. Like they don't they need just, to update it. Yeah, you just keep collecting microtransactions and doing you know in game events or whatever, and people were bound to keep playing it. Mm-hmm. And maybe they've stopped, and that's why three is coming. Plus, they had to put all their work into Garden Warfare and Garden Warfare Two and. Those Maybe Garden Warfare great. 3 will come soon, probably. Unless Hopefully. that's already a thing. No, it's not. There you go. That will well, I don't think soon. Guardian or uh, Guardian uh, Garden Warfare 2 did all that good. Because I remember it going, like, cheap super fast. <laughs> uh, I think it does well, but uh, it didn't warrant the $60 price. And mm. I think that's why. Um, like, once it was, like, 30 bucks, it sold, like, gangbusters, if I remember right. But mm. those games are great. If you've never played those, they're fucking awesome. You guys going to play Plants vs. Zombies 3 when it comes available? No. I don't like tower defense games. It's just not my thing. I liked the, I mean, I liked Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, the, I never played the second one. Same. I just um, played the first one. Because I played the first one not on the phone, but I played it like on Xbox 360. Mm. I played a lot of it on that. Um, I didn't oh, really yeah. care about playing it like on the phone. Popcap game collection? Yeah. 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 Um, so like, if, if it eventually comes to... Like, something else if it comes to switch i'll play it on the switch i bet it will come to switch yeah. it doesn't say anything about other it's just a phone game right now yeah you, you gotta assume they'll put it on the phone initially to get like the big phone boost and then like a couple months six months later they'll put it out on consoles i wouldn't be surprised if in like the next nintendo direct it's just like and now you know mobile game hit coming to the switch and mm-hmm. then it plays the trailer for plants vs zombies 3 and Maybe it'll come with a code to download one and two or something. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if you got some kind of collection on the Switch. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, as we talked about before, it was Comic-Con this week. Uh, so they showed off new footage, new-ish footage of the Marvel Avengers game. This was the same footage pretty much that was shown behind closed doors at E3, uh, but was now shown as part of the Marvel Games panel. Um, still hasn't been officially released online, though it has been leaked online. Uh, Joe, you watched it. Mm-hmm. I watched it as well. What did you think of the, the new-ish look um, in Marvel's it, Avengers? It's weird because, like, some of it I was more into other parts. 
Uh, and it all depends on like the character I was playing at the time. Mm. Like the Iron Man stuff, I was just kind of like, oh, so you're just kind of like floating around, zapping at things. Seemed kind of meh. I thought the Thor stuff was really cool, though. Yeah, the Thor stuff looks like Kratos in the new God of War. Mm-hmm. Throwing the hammer, doing all kinds of stuff like that. That looks awesome. Yeah. It, it was, it, like, you could really feel the weight of people getting hit by that hammer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god. Like, I hope these aren't actual people. Because Thor is just... He's murdering everyone. dudes with this thing right now. Well, they shouldn't have been mercenary villains. Mm-hmm. So, otherwise they're going to get hammered. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I thought it was cool. I'm still excited for this game. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that people noticed in this, I don't know if this was in the E3 behind-the-scenes footage because it's the first time anyone's really talking about it, is there was a narration during the video that was about like, oh, you know, they say don't meet your heroes, but I love the heroes so much, and, you know, I can't believe what happened that day, and all these different things, kind of like going through the prologue where that we saw in the trailer at E3, um, but there is a girl who many believe to be the narrator in the video while all the chaos is going around with the helicarrier crashing. Um, and she is wearing a Captain Marvel t-shirt, uh, looks to be possibly of, you know, Middle Eastern descent. And when she falls down in the chaos, she falls into what looks like a green mist. And so many people believe that that is the uh, current and future in this timeline, Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan which hints to the growing larger world that they've said is going to take place in this game. Uh, the, the thing that I found like most interesting about that is in the Comic-Con trailer, they talked about uh, how the helicarrier that they flew into San Francisco with had like an experimental power source. Yeah, this was in the E3 it. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, or yeah the E3 trailer. Uh, so they're talking about how it had like an experimental power source. Um, and then obviously it blows up and like destroys San Francisco. Yep. Um, so I'm like, is that supposed to be a Terrigen crystal? And like now they've released a Terrigen mist and this, uh, leads to, what was the storyline where like everybody turned into, uh, humans in humanity maybe. Yeah. Uh, There was a storyline recently in the comics where, uh, a Terrigen mist was like released all over the world and it turned a whole bunch of people. Cause like only certain people, like you needed a certain like genetic trait in you you to to turn into inhuman. Well, you need to be inhuman. You need to have that genetic marker for inhumanism. And then once you're exposed to Terrigen, that yeah. triggers your abilities or your transformation or whatever. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's going to play into the storyline of like the, now in this version, uh, in the original one, I don't remember. I think it was like the X-Men accidentally released Terrigen Mist. No, Black Bolt does. Black Bolt's just like, I want, you know, our people are dying or whatever. Mm. I want to have more of our people and releases the terror, like all of the world's terrigen into a cloud mm. that then just travels the world, you know, rambling, drifting from town to town. Um, I think there's a bunch of folk songs about it as he just goes from town to town, <laughs> just, you know, meeting new people. And then almost kills all the mutants. Yeah. Cause the mutants are uh, allergic to the terrigen cloud. So everywhere they go, mutants die. And that led to the more humans are born, but it kills the mutants in the area. Yeah. So that yeah. led to the Inhumans vs. X-Men storyline of 2017 that I'm currently in the middle of reading. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, pretty interesting that, like, instead, in this version, it'll at least be, like, Iron Man's hubris is what uh, caused the Terrigen Mist to get yeah. released, if that's how the storyline goes. Yeah. But it just seems odd that the helicarrier is crashing as a girl is falling into a green cloud that... That came out of nowhere? That <laughs> most likely signals her transformation into the Inhuman uh, Ms. Marvel, mm. who is a champion in the books. It's the team that she's on with young Cyclops and... 
uh, Miles and a bunch of other people. She's an Avenger. So and because the game does a time jump from when that happens to when we pick up, that's when you Five see. Five years later. Yeah, that's when you see, you know, Tony Stark with the beard and being like, we could have, it's our fault. I can't, we did it. He believed in us. We could have been better and whatever, like, ramblings he had. Um, but that five-year time jump makes sense because the girl looks to be about 10, 12 years old. Uh, and so, like 16, 17 at the time of the potentially, game. Potentially, which is about the age that uh, Kamal is usually depicted. So that could be pretty cool. She's in the Ultimate Alliance game. You know, she's obviously a big presence in the comics. She's in, like, the, you know, the kid shows and stuff like that. So uh, it would make sense. I don't know if she'll necessarily be a playable character. I, I think it'll... That will pro- I mean, I'm assuming that will probably tie into the multiplayer stuff they were talking about yeah. in the game. Or DLC stories or things like that. Yeah. Maybe. I think, like, the main storyline will mostly deal with, like, the core existing Avengers. And mm-hmm. then... Because they said that, like, tons of other characters will be part of the multiplayer stuff. So I'm assuming that will probably tie into the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. But I think, I think her being the narrator is probably dead on. Hmm. Uh, and that she's telling you this story of what happened because now she's... I mean, the whole thing about her is she's just a big superhero fan yeah. girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, she loves them as if she was a fan in the real world, but, like, these people live in her city. Like, because she lives in New York. So I think she's a pretty cool character. What's she doing in San Francisco? That's true. Um, don't know. Well, I guess in this, it's different. This yeah. is their own take. Their Anything own can happen. She's right. on a school trip. That's right. She was flying on a plane to Comic-Con. Or to Avengers Day. Because she's such a big fan. She was going for the Avengers Day uh, thing. Yeah, she wanted to be there for the thing. She wanted to be there. Just in case her hero, Captain Marvel, showed up. Mm-hmm. You never just in case know. the helicarrier sinks into the ocean. Yeah. You want to be there for the big moments in life. Like when helicarriers sink into the ocean. So that could be pretty cool. Um, the leaked footage is available online. It probably isn't hard to find it. I watched it today and it was still on YouTube. So it's out there. It, like, it, it gives you the same kind of beats from that first trailer. But does show you that it is gameplay. That there is you know, a UI over top of it uh, as you switch between these two characters, all these different characters. So I'm excited. Demo is probably coming at some point before the end of the year, I would think, or the beta for PS4. So very much still looking forward to that. Lightning round. Uh, GameStop was in the news this week. Uh, not necessarily for anything good, uh, but because they're ramping up what they are to try to stay relevant in an increasingly difficult market for used games. Or ramping down. I don't, it seems like an uptick. So what they've done, and Joe, you have some of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teamed with a company called uh, RGA. Yeah, they're a marketing firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to try and revitalize the company. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but recently their um, CFO resigned uh, due to like decreasing sales and stuff, which, yeah. I mean... Of course, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I'm surprised that uh, fucking GameStop is still even open at this point. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they teamed with a marketing company called uh, RGA uh, to revitalize the the uh, GameStop brand. Um, one of the things that they were talking about was uh, going back to selling classic video game stuff. So uh, they've already online. You've been able to like buy original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis games. Yeah, N64, PlayStation, like yeah. the whole all, all legacy. Like classic game system stuff yep. uh, online. Uh, they're going to be trying to moving that into the stores um, uh, because I think like still classic video game stores have been doing pretty well. Comparatively, I would think. To, to GameStop. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, the, you know, nowadays, you want to buy a game, you can just buy it digitally. Like, not leave the house. Uh, it's still a little bit harder to get, like, classic video game systems if you actually want them. 
you have to like actually go somewhere to get those. Well, I mean, you or can go to eBay. You can go to eBay, but yeah. like you don't get to look at it. You don't get to pick it up. You don't get to have the shopping experience. Yeah, and there's something about like perusing and browsing old video game stores that's still like for gamers is a a good thing. Well, yeah, because I mean, a used system, you don't know what condition that's in. Like, if I buy a used system on eBay, yeah, the pictures might look fine, but like. You pick it up and it starts rattling. Like you don't get to know that kind of thing. You don't. Mis- I trust that someone in one of those used game shops has tested it, has used it, that it's like a thing that I'm going to, you know, it's going to work when I get home. And if it doesn't, there's a recourse to go back and get another one. Yeah. Um, and then another part of the new uh, marketing strategy that they're going with is uh, making GameStops more of a place to hang out as opposed to just being a place to go and buy stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be focusing on things like esports and like competitive gameplay aspects so like a lot of stores will be getting uh like gaming areas yeah, like, like lounges almost mm-hmm, yeah like lounges where you can go and play classic video games and other stuff and probably like um card tables for playing like board games and shit like that which just sounds like hell well i mean that's what a lot of classic video game stores are we went to uh one of the ones uh, at our local mall, John, yesterday, mm-hmm. and like they have a back area that just has tables like set Yu-Gi-Oh up and everyone's playing. And, yeah, yeah, everyone's playing Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic and stuff. But something about it happening at a geek because like that makes more sense to me because those are like local businesses. Typically, they have like their core, you know, fans that come in to buy and, and shop local. Yeah, now you're just gonna have a corporate version of that. Yeah, and that's the part I don't like because like I've seen the people. We've all seen the people that hang out at a GameStop. And those are not people that you want hanging out at your – that's not the people you want to encourage hanging out at your store because they make other people feel uncomfortable. They don't – like they ask questions that don't need to be asked. Like they're not the best. Yeah. Also, the thing that <clears> – <throat> like the retro games aspect sounds like a neat idea, but these are all going to be GameStop price games too. So like you're going to see like Super Mario Brothers, which you can get at any tag sale, but like it'll be like 7 or $8. And you'd be like – okay which means that everything else is going to have the five to ten dollar uptick on it yeah i mean even the like the nintendo games at the local retro video game stores are always a little bit more expensive too because that's to be expected because their mario games never go down in price no matter how many decades old they are but you're right there is going to be the quote-unquote like GameStop tax to it yeah where you're going to have to pay a little bit hopefully because they've looked at it and they've cleaned contacts and done the things that you would hope that they would do when someone like trades in a game, because I think even if you trade the games in, like they all get sent away for like, oh yeah, processing. I'm sure the retro games too. Yeah, so that's what I'm hoping happens. All if right. they're going to be sold in the store. Uh, so let's try this uh, prediction, or well, not prediction, guess. Okay. Uh, how much do you think a copy of Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo costs at GameStop? Five bucks. That was twelve dollars. Five ninety nine. Oh, okay. That's Closest not bad. Closest without going over. John, you win. <laughs> that's not bad. No, yeah, yeah that's a, that seems like a, an accurate price, but yeah. we'll see if that's what they cost once they ship it to store. Right. Because now they have to take up shelf space and all that stuff. Yeah. Or they're just going to be like, oh, now that we're actually selling them in stores, like let's just quietly raise the price to $15. Well, not just that, but like GameStop is known for like falsifying rarity. Like uh, when Xenoblade Chronicles was out on the Wii, it was a really hard game to get. And then they bought the republishing rights to it. So, so yeah, used copies were $90, yeah. but then we were getting used copies, which is new copies that they just open up and sell used. And they were still $90, but like the store I worked in had four copies of it. I'm like, this is not a rare game anymore. Like You are publishing it and just saying it's rare. 
So well, yeah, because it is rare. Because if they stopped publishing it, then it, it wouldn't exist anymore. So but they're helping it. it th- that should drive down the cost. I mean, this, they did the same thing with this guy for the PS2, mm-hmm. where they bought the publishing rights for that game and then still sold it for sixty dollars, even though it's a PS2 game and technically used. Yeah, but I mean, if they're the only place that you can get it, then they they can charge whatever they want. It sucks, but all right, copy of Super Mario Brothers two. Uh, two. I'm gonna say. Three fifty, seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Oh wow! Wow, really? Yeah. I guess I there's just so many more copies of Mario One out in the world. Well, yeah, because they're. I mean, the dual pack and the trio pack. It also yeah. came with every system. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes more Super sense. Super Mario Bros. Three, <clears throat> twenty bucks, twelve ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. Damn. Ooh. Both right. went over. You both lose. That's not bad. Those aren't bad prices. No. I mean, granted, you you build in shipping or whatever if you're only getting like one or two games, so that adds another six seven bucks. So they may do that when it comes to stores. I don't know. Like, I'd be interested to see what a revamped, like, new school GameStop looks like. Because, like, now, for me, I only go into GameStop when I'm looking for collectibles. Like, I don't go in there to buy games anymore. Which is, like, what they are. We were in GameStop yesterday also. Yeah. And, we like, we were walking around going, like, it, like 75% of the store is just toys. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is great because that's what I want to buy from GameStop now. I just feel like My, they're not as they're more expensive at GameStop though. No, they are, but at of least I can are. get them. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to worry about like, oh crap, do I have to go on eBay to get this, or do I pre-order it on it? Like, do I buy it on Amazon and hope that it comes and that it's a real version? Like, I ordered a figure from Amazon recently, and it came in the box was all janked up and damaged. I was mm-hmm. like, well, good thing I was gonna open this anyway. But like, oh. Fuck you, man. Come on. I think GameStop as a company is missing the picture here where if they closed down a third of their stores, they would make more money. Like, our <laughs> our local town has two GameStops in it. Like Within a half a mile of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was three. Like, mm-hmm. And there was two in the same mall. I mean, this is pretty common for every town where like the running joke is that there's two GameStops in every mall and nothing else. Like, close down half of your stores, you'll make more money. Like, because then you don't have to pay for employees for all those stores. You don't have to pay for wow, rent, so really, rental space. You don't have to pay for uh, stocking. I mean, all of that stuff. You really want to put all those employees out of work, huh? I you don't monster. care. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking if, as if for a company, a company goes out of business, all of the employees lose their true. jobs. Yeah, it's true. So GameStop's trying to save themselves. They're shooting themselves in the foot by keeping those stores open to begin with. Well, I think they will close a lot of stores. I don't think this is... I think this is just part one of a multi-part process. You announce the changes first, and then while everyone's like, ooh, I'd like to see what a change is, you quietly shutter a third of the stores. Yeah. And, uh, and also, like, the one that we were at in the mall is way too small to accompany, uh, accommodate this gaming area. Oh, yeah, for sure. You'd have to buy a place next door. Like, you'd have to, like, move the store to a bigger Yeah, they're going to have either that or knock down the wall and take out the uh, pretzel shop next door. Please. Just take over the pretzel shop next door. God, I hate that pretzel shop. Get rid of it. Get rid of the pretzel shop. No, they'll probably move to a different... You'd probably move to a different space in the same mall that just has a bigger space. Like mm-hmm. I, Again, I'd like to see what this looks like, but I don't ever foresee myself hanging out in a GameStop to like do eSports stuff. No. I, I mean, just... I like hanging out at the actual used game stores yeah. that we have around here. Yeah, but you're hanging out is spending 20 minutes looking around. You're not going to sit down and play oh, magic no. with people. No, no, no. Yeah. So that's that's the difference. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see we'll see what comes of it and if it's able to save GameStop. I went to one of the uh, like local retro game stores and I witnessed the 
awkward guy just standing at the counter talking to the employee that clearly had the look of, please, God, go Stop this talking. fuck away. Stop yeah. talking to me. Guy, like, pulled out his phone. He's like, oh, you got to watch this trailer, like, on this thing. And I just was, like, looking at the guy behind the counter, just, like, eyes glazing over. And that just, like, please, God, kill me look on his face. Nice. Uh, all right, lightning round. We've got news for the live-action Gears of War movie. Joe, what's going on with the Gears of War movie? Well, for one thing, there's going to be a Gears of War movie. I, think I feel we, like we knew I think that, we talked about that yeah. there was going to be a movie. I mean, everything is going to be a movie. No, but like this was a thing that someone said, we're making a Gears movie. This wasn't just like a, I bet there's going to be a Gears movie at some point. It was like news that... Confirmed that they like were yeah. working on a Gears movie. Yeah, they hired a script writer and a director probably. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, so an interview, uh, not with anyone working on the movie per se, but uh, with the head of development for Gears of War 5. They were, uh, he was being interviewed. Uh, they asked him about what the Gears movie was going to be, if he knew anything about it. Uh, and he uh, confirmed that the movie was going to be a completely wholly new thing that has nothing to do with the games and exists in a completely separate universe from the games. So it's not Gears of War in any way. I mean, we don't know. So this is what he said. What's he the said, actual quote? Uh, yeah, he said, uh, the movie should be in an alternate reality. Uh, it is not dependent on the game, uh, the story, uh, no, nor shall it influence the game story. So the... I mean, alternate reality just means that they're scrapping current canon. It could still be Marcus Phoenix. It could still be all that stuff. It's just saying that, like, this doesn't follow the storyline of the games. <clears throat> because, say, like, Ty is the lead character. Ty's clearly dead. So, like, I, I think that alternate universe is just saying we're trying not to mess with the canon and stuff. Yeah, it's basically Resident Evil. Yeah. Where, like, those are the same characters, but they clearly take place in a universe that is not the games. Yeah, but those movies also suck. <laughs> Do, wait, did you think the Gears movie was going to be good? You would assume that you would want... If you were making a movie, you would want to make it good. Yeah, well, they could they still make it good. They always end up sucking, yeah. Yeah, you could, st it could still be good. Even if you say, we're just going to use the character names and come up with our own stories. It could still be good. It won't, but it could. It's not going to be. Yeah. If it ever comes out. I mean, it's coming out. They're going to make it. Even if it comes out as like an Xbox original movie that you have to buy on the Xbox, like it's gonna come out. But what condition is it? We, we don't know. I don't know. All of the like extended universe gear stuff I've consumed has never been good. The comics weren't good. The book is terrible. Uh, I mean, that's it. The sequels <laughs> are bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're clearly not Gears fans. I mean, I was. I loved the first three Gears games. Yeah, they were very good. <laughs> I mean, it, for their time, they were something kind of new and refreshing. They were really the first ones to do, like, a really well-done, like, cover-based cover -based shooter yeah. thing. Just, it eventually became an overplayed genre, and yeah. everything copied it. Um, but I do really enjoy the original three games. Just everything that came after that is uh, pretty rough. Well, because yeah. they said it was going to be a trilogy, and then they're like, let's shoehorn in some more. Yeah, and then they're like, let's do a prequel, let's do more sequels. No. Yeah. Stop it. Bad. But, uh, I mean, it's going to be coming from the screenwriter of Triple X. Which one? The first one. Oh. I never watched any of them. Same. Neat. Didn't the third one just come out? Yeah, the return of Xander Diesel. Cage? Cage, yeah. Kane? Return of Vin Diesel. Kane? Xander Kane? Kate. Sure. <sighs> yeah, it's not... 
It's triple X. This movie's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. I mean, as long as we we're get... Gonna, we're going to eat so much crow when it ends up being, like, the greatest action movie of all it's time. It's not going to be. No. I'm not going to eat any crow. Because I'll be like, wow, I'm glad I was wrong about that. Like, I'm not going to be like, have to do a huge mea culpa on the show that week. I'll be like, you know what? I am actually surprised that I had fun with that thing I thought would be dog shit. I mean, so. we got seven Resident Evil movies, so... Yeah, and I haven't seen a second of any of them. <laughs> really? Nope. Oh, uh, I've watched all of them. I know. Yeah, you like terrible things, Joe. The the fifth one the, or the sixth one is so incredibly bad it like reaches a level of like is it Yuva Bowl bad? Uh, <clears throat> yes, <Wow. laughs> it's House of the Dead bad. Yeah, <laughs> where you you watch it going like oh my god this is so terrible I love it. it it's just it has such terrible cinematography and it's so great. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Gears movie. There you go. Mm-hmm. Look yeah, forward yeah, to yeah. that. Alternate reality, Gears of War. Lightning round uh, from one movie that'll probably be bad to a show that'll probably be bad. We're getting a Warhammer 40K live action show. Mm-hmm. Live action TV series mm-hmm. uh, based off of the Eisenhorn novels. I know jack shit about Warhammer. I own the Eisenhorn novels and I've never read them. Apparently they're the best ones in the series. That's the only reason I got them. Because yeah. I was just like, maybe this is a thing I'll get into. Like, I'll never play the game because it just is too involved. But, like, the lore seems cool. Like, the video games are pretty decent. They're just Diablo clones. but mm-hmm. And there's a million of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everything has to have... The world is desperately trying to create the next Game of Thrones. Like, that's what's going on right now. So everyone's looking for some sort of high-concept fantasy something or other to become the next Game of Thrones. Well, this but isn't fantasy. It's quasi-fantasy. That's, it's future fantasy. Yeah, it's space I mean, it's fantasy. it's gears. Just yeah, but like yeah, it's like space fantasy. I mean, I like I kind of consider Star Wars to be fantasy, also. Like yeah, it's, it's sci-fi it's, fantasy. Yeah, it's science fiction. But yeah. there's like there's princesses and there's magical powers and stuff. Yeah. So technically, it is fantasy elements as well. Yeah, but I mean, we got the the Lord of the Rings TV series coming out. We mm-hmm. have the Witcher series coming out. Which I, there was a trailer for. I did not watch the trailer for the Witcher. I don't know anything about the Witcher, but it looks like it'll be a cool show, I guess. Yeah, uh, and this is just another attempt to try and fill the uh, void of the... Uh, I already forgot what the hell... The Gear, uh, Game, Game of Thrones. Gears, Gears of Thrones. Thrones. Gears of Thrones. Yeah. Which is actually what this would probably be. No, that's that movie about the floating castles that fight each other. The movie? About the... Oh, the the Mortal Engines? The yeah. one where all the cities are on trucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that driving one. ones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that movie. It was okay. Yeah, where London was a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> and it just went vroom, vroom for 90 minutes to but, two hours. I mean... With a British accent. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. I I've always really loved like all of the designs of the Warhammer stuff. Yeah, like it looks cool. Yeah, like aesthetically it looks awesome. I'm just kind of trying to picture people like in the giant power armor with like the tiny head sticking out of it, and I'm like, that's gonna look so weird translated to like live action. You mean the Hulkbuster suit? It still looks really weird when like the suit opens up and his the little head is just poking out of it. I think they'll they'll translate it for TV, and those will be a lot smaller. I'd have to assume because you're right. I think it'll look real goofy if the whole series is them like making rousing rah-rah speeches with their tiny little shrunken heads and their giant shoulders. Like, that would uh, look I think silly. There but... was a, a like a CGI TV show, if I remember right. Because I remember seeing like I think there was a that. movie, yeah, like a, a fully CG movie mm. of Warhammer. 
I mean, there's been so many fucking things. Warhammer's been around for like 30 years, something I think. like that. Yeah. So I'm sure there's been other stuff, but I mean, uh, I, I, I didn't even care about Game of Thrones, so I don't really care about any of the Game of Thrones replacements coming. I mean, I'll give it a shot, just like I'll give The Witcher a shot. Yeah, if it's it not going to hurt. If it looks, if it does like a cool job of adapting the aesthetics of the thing, yeah. visually, I'd like to see what it looks like. Sure. It's worth an hour of your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To give the pilot a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, anything I missed for the lightning round? Not lightning round for this uh, week. Oh, we didn't talk about the Tetris 99 getting a physical release. We meant to talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When John, John was, was talking about Tetris about 99. That. But yeah, physical release. John, are you interested in getting the physical release for your Nintendo Switch shelf? I don't know. I mean, it, you're not losing any money, ultimately. It's $30. Uh, you have to have Nintendo Switch Online to play it, so it, it comes, comes with a with year it. of Nintendo Switch Online. Yep. It also comes with the $10 DLC. Which just gives you offline mode and right. the ability to so play So you're, you're not losing spots. any money, so like I, I, uh, like I like having physical games, so maybe. I don't think it's going to be something I'm going like, to go out and try and find, unless it's super rare. Like um, Tetris on the DS was super rare. And mm-hmm. I like I, uh, everyone has a copy of Tetris on something, so I searched it out just because I was like, I know this is yeah. going to be hard to find, so maybe. But was like, it confirmed if, that it's on a cartridge, or are you just getting a box with a voucher inside to download the DLC and redeem the twelve months of? Hmm, that's a good point. I don't know. They are calling it a physical version, but they might just mean physically the box, not the cartridge. Well, we'll find out when GameStop guts one and sticks it on the wall. Will they even have to gut it? <laughs> Will they just stick it on the wall? I mean, nothing inside of it. We gutted copies of like other like Minecraft. That's true, because you'd have to take the code out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's printed on the reverse side of the case, and then what like Bayonetta too. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> you lose a copy of Bayonetta one. Now, Joe, you're the you're the physical game uh, champion of the world. Are you gonna buy Tetris ninety nine physically? Uh, yeah, I probably will. I mean, uh, if anything. I, I was planning on buying the DLC at some point, so it's just another extra year of uh, Nintendo Online. Yeah. yeah. So I might as well just get that and the Nintendo Online and then the physical copy just because. Yeah, you're not losing yeah. money. No. Yeah. And if anything, you're gaining a nifty box and or cartridge. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, anything else? Uh, nope, that's all I had. John? Uh, other than nope. Cool. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will also do it for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, So let us know what your favorite moment from Comic-Con was this past week. Were you on the flight from Dallas to San Diego uh, for something else for business? And got a switch. What was that like? Um, let us know if you're interested in the new PSVR helmet. Uh, if you are intrigued about the new, more powerful switch, or what you think GameStop needs to do to stay relevant, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. So, do we get to end this episode with me punching John in the dick? I didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. Damn it. Yeah. You know what? For that question, we're punching you in the dick again. John, your turn. Oh, no. Got him. I can't lose the other one. You can. Well, you and you will. Oh, no. You shouldn't have opened your mouth. Damn it. Goodbye.